0: So Christmas time is just around the corner, right? And so how has your year been in 2022? So I've talked to several people and it's been crazy for some and some are glad that it's over and some wish they would have did a little bit more. And But you know what? We're going to see what happens here. And tonight I want to talk a little bit about um what 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 can we do to make 2023 better right because it's all fresh in our mind we we've seen what our failures were we've seen what worked we've seen kind of what didn't work some of you may have struggled with with the phone some of you may have struggled with the install and so With that, I'd like to hear what you, what was your struggle point this year for 2022? What were some things that was like, man, I need to figure this out so next year we can kick butt. We can kick butt and take names. And so that's what... I want to hit on a lot tonight. And if you have questions, I'm here to answer any of your questions, but, um, so this week has been, um, this is usually the week that it all just kind of dies down. Usually last week is, um, and you may get one or two stragglies here or there for installs, but this is a good time to sit down because we haven't went to storage yet. Right. We got to figure out what we need to do for storage. Um, we got to figure out, you know, are we going to put them in boxes? Are we going to put them in crates? Are we going to put them in um, in tubs? How are we going to store these lights? Where are we going to store these lights? Are we going to rent a storage unit? Are we going to use our basement, our parents' basement, somebody's basement? Are we going to, right, we need to figure this out now so when we start taking down, that way we know what we need to do there. Um, so not enough time. Doing this as a side hustle weekends only installs was turning away work and the beautiful thing about this is is then what we can do is is then we can raise our prices so that way when we're working on the weekends and that's only time that is a premium place and yes sometimes premium spots bump out the lower end customers Um, and so that is for sure what we can do I'm still installing can't do it all myself next year awesome awesome so What are some other problems that you may have had this year? What are some things? So, I have talked to a couple people that have been done very well this year. Um, You know, some people have done two hundred and fifty, some done two hundred and twenty, some done five hundred thousand. And so, I was asking them, right? You know, one of my guys that did five hundred thousand, he had an average ticket of twenty five hundred dollars last year. His average ticket. Was only like eighteen hundred, um, so he, you know, did very well in getting that average ticket up. Um, his returning rate wasn't as good as they were hoping. Um, you know, they were at sixty-five percent instead of eighty percent, but the ones that were the the fifteen percent that. Was, didn't get booked were the lower class clients. So, you know, these are some things to think about when we are trying to get our average ticket up and why it is important to get our average ticket up and why is it important that we keep doing this stuff. So this is definitely something to think about when we are i'm doing this here Uh, i'm still installing can't do it all myself next year so how can we when do we need to start looking for employees what are things that we need to put in system for our employees right um do we need a, a person answering the phone do we need a person on the roof What type of person do we need? What are the things that we're looking for for next year? Um, These are important so that way we write it down now because a lot of times we're going to forget in 10 months, right? We're going to forget in 8 to 10 months. Um, what we need and why we need that person. And so this is an important thing. Um, it's just like writing our goals down. We're going to write down what we need. What systems do we need to perfect? How How is our customer journey? What system in that do we need to perfect? What? Because we can perfect every system, right? We can look at it, and if we write each system down, we can say, you know what, that system sucked. We need to cut that out or figure a way to get away from that. So these are things that we need to make sure that we're doing. Trying to get some vegetable crates. Having trouble getting people to sell them. It can be. What's up, King of Pressure Washington? How you doing? A lot of people had problems getting enough installers to get all of it done. Not a not a new problem. Um, how can someone get more qualified installers going into next season? And this is maybe you know this is you know this is why I'm all about higher price tickets versus doing lots of jobs because if you do lots of jobs that's fine but what happens when you don't have the labor so one of my local guys here he had great labor this year he had great installers he got it all installed up fast Um, and you know if you start lowering your prices trying to get more jobs usually you don't get much more by lowering your prices you just get lower ticket pricing is all you get Um, but what happens is what happens next year you got all this work That you got up and they don't come back or something happens and you can't find employees and whatever happens. And so this is why it's important that, you know, I like my higher tickets. Yes, you know, that's just the way I am. So these are some things that you can do. So what, what makes a good employee for you? What type of person do you need to be working for you? And so this is one of the things that Tim, one of the guys in my mentorship is, is you know, he's trying to get more employees. He's trying to do all that. And so what I was getting on is, is you need to become a better leader, right? You got to be a good leader for you to be able to get good employees. And you might say, that's stupid, Jason. But if you suck as a leader, you will suck as a boss and you will suck and not have employees because, It's going to be hard to get employees. So, this is why it's important that we become a better leader and we start reading leadership books and how to become a better leader so we can have employees and start growing and scaling it. You know, that's the difference between a person that's going to be stuck at 150,000, 200,000 versus getting up to to 500,000 half a million dollars is is the people that are willing to put on employees and start growing, start learning how to to invest in your team, right? And putting the right people on the right part of the bus, right? If the person we hire is on the wrong seat of the bus, then we're not going to be successful in that part of that business. And so this is why it's important we find the right people in the right parts of the bus. And so, I just got done reading. Um, It's called, and I would highly recommend this book. It's called Building an A Team. Um, It's a great book. I would highly recommend that book to you all. Um, She has great points about being on an S curve of our employees. And once they start going downhill, we either got to move them or transfer them or give them some more tech, you know, give them something that's going to want them to stick around. How much is Christmas like class and when is the next year? Um, I don't know what it'll be next year. Um, in the past, it's been a thousand to 1250 bucks. I don't know what it will be in 2023. Um, and yes, I plan on, I usually start having them in August, September, and October. I may have one earlier. I am going to have an advanced class or advanced day. Um, there will be an advanced day, um, in May in New Orleans. I don't know the exact date. Um, and that's where, You know, that's how I teach you how to uh, grow and scale and put the systems in place that you need. Um, Do you need a special license or permit to install Christmas lights? Um, Most places you don't. Um, And and, I don't know of any place in the United States does because it follows the code book. Um and in the code book, Christmas lights are considered a the electrical code book that is. Um Christmas lights are considered um temporary. So anything temporary for less than 90 days, you don't need a license or anything. Was my first year, I got to get out way my expenses were so high to get them down for next year. And that's the thing, right? When it's your first year, you got to buy all your equipment. You got to buy your ladders, your safety equipment. You gotta, you know, you gotta do marketing. You still got to pay marketing, um, you know. And so, figuring out what can we do to start lowering that cost. Um, My main focus is gutter and soffit and fascia company. I like the business model of holiday lighting. I need to put more money into marketing to it. My advantage is that I. Already have cruising trucks. And that's the thing, right? When you got cruising trucks and you, and then it's just a matter of putting more gas on the fire. How do we put more marketing dollars? How do we get more customers? How? Where can we find these customers? Um, you know, what are we doing? And that's something that we can do now, right? Are we getting, do we have our Google My Business set up? Have we been posting on it? Have we been putting our pictures on it? Are we getting our reviews? <clears throat> that's all stuff that's not going to help us this year but it's gonna put rocket fuel on us for next year, right? If we already have 20 reviews, if we already have 100 pictures on there, if we already posting on there, right? That's gonna help Google and say, hey man, this this company is a real deal and, and make it. Um, and I only have five houses, so go around your neighborhoods and find the better pictures and take pictures of those houses. Take your pictures obviously, but go find the better houses and take pictures, you know? Um, you can do that, so for sure. Advanced class in New England. Ugh, that's, I don't know about that. Um, depression sets in when the load slows down. I don't want to go back to cleaning gutters. You know, and this is something that, you know, I've seen people on both sides, right? I'm I'm just need this shut down because it's driving, you know, we're going bonkers. We don't have our systems 100% in place. We got stuff that, you know, <laughs> that's what I was talking to one that, you know, the inventory control. How do we control inventory? How do we know what's it, what do we have? What do we need? You know, I was telling him, I was like, you know, I remember you buy twenty thousand dollars, and it's like three days later, and you're like, you need to order more stuff. We're out of stuff, and I'm like, what do you mean? I just ordered twenty thousand dollars, and they're like, yeah, it's on all those houses out there, and we have a half a roll left and ten females, and you're like, what? I just ordered twenty thousand dollars worth. Yeah, so those are definitely some things. Best van for installs. We actually had a Sprinter van that had the higher roof, which worked pretty nice because then you can get in that van. Um, You can, you know, you can stand up in it. It keeps everything dry. Um, And so that was a good thing. You put the ladders on top um, and, you know, you didn't, especially when it gets cold, which this year we were pretty good on the coldness. Um, We did have a little bit of cold snap, but that's all. We had about a week of it. And so it wasn't that cold, so it kind of helps with keeping everything dry and all of that kind of stuff. I need storage tips, so hopefully the group start sharing their storage picks soon. So um, you can do the the cardboard boxes from Home Depot. I think they're the 12 by 12 or 18 by 18 is one way. Um, You can do um, the fruit trays. The fruit trays work really good. Um the the hard the the fruit trays are kind of hard to get. Um I really um for manys I would maybe consider doing um the the plastic tubs, um, but that's where the fruit trays come in. If you do do the plastic tubs, make sure you're drilling holes in the bottom of them, at least two or three, so that way air can kind of get in them, and also water can run out of them. Um, we don't want water sitting in there; that's a bad thing. Um, and you know, the thing that about the boxes is they do stack up. You can actually write on the box, say you know, write whatever you want, and then the address and everything. Um, the boxes, if they get wet, you know, they'll dry. And that's the whole purpose of reason why we do the boxes versus plastic bags. We don't really want to do plastic bags. Um, we shove them all in plastic bags and you will have no lights working next year or a bunch of lights bad because it holds that moisture in. So it's all about getting that moisture out as fast as we can, um, as good as we can for sure. Best van for installs. I hit on that one already. Um, Buy product first to get the first job or get first job. Um, You know, I would try to get some jobs this year and start, even if it's your own house. Um, I wouldn't buy a lot of product, but if you haven't done no installs at all, um, I would consider start trying to install some this year, even if it's two or three. So next year, you'll be ready to, you'll understand it a lot quicker. Um, And then if you do come to a class, then that way you're not trying to figure out the wire. You already got that figured out. Now it's how do I get more customers? How do I make more money? Um, A lot of times when we come to class, we're like, how do we put up Christmas lights? It's not rocket science. It's literally pretty easy. It's not hard at all. Um, But when we come to class and we've never done it, that's what we focus on. What do I need to do for this? But really what we need to focus on is what do we need to get more business with? How can I get more clients? What do I need to do to get more clients? How can I get higher paying clients? Right. That's what we need to focus on. That's what we need to... Um, make it to go sorry to blow up blow you up what month do you start hitting the marketing up um july um if i start hitting july um so i would start i try to start getting all my renewals in july and august um and then in september actually you can start in january try to get all those renewals in january when you go to takedown and then that way you'll have five ready for next year But normally, um, we're going to start hitting in July and August, uh, depending on what we're doing for marketing, right? Um, You know, we can get our website up or Google My Business and whatever we need to do to make it work. And get it going, and then what we can do is is we can start, um, usually I'm not going to start spending money too much on ads. I will maybe start spending in August and September um, and in October, but then October, November, we're going to be full board, right? We're going to hammer down like no other. We're going to put yard signs out. We're going to do Google ads. We're going to do Facebook ads. We're going to do whatever we need to do to get that phone ringing. How do you charge customers if renting lights based on linear feet plus labor, or is it all included? It's all included in one price. Um, So it's, you know, eight to twelve dollars a foot. That includes our cords with labor, everything. Um, And then the same way with the trees, you know, we charge by the foot or by the strand. Um, Again, that's, you know, we're charging anywhere from 30 to 50, 60 dollars a foot um, depending on, you know, how many strands and that's how we're going to do that. And that's the cost of labor. That's the cost of, if you got to go back and fix it, um, two, three times, whatever it is that we're going to make that customer happy. So that's why we charge what we charge. Um, was thinking the black totes with yellow lids from Sam's stuff. And that's what I always used Um, we had a bunch of them um, and that's what we always use especially for your minis Um, they're great for minis they're not really good for your c9 lights just because you've got so many you 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 know you can't it's going to be you would have five six houses in there now you got to dig which house is which and so it's going to be a little confusing for that so they are great for minis they're not great for putting your c9s in um, some of the houses I did sometimes when it rains, it trips the GFI, any tips, get all of your males and females off of the ground. That's the first tip. Um, cause you know, you got your like right here, you got landscaping, right? You got all this landscaping here. And a lot of times when it rains, it pulls up in there. And if you got that male or female on the ground, it will, um, it will trip the breaker. It'll trip the GFCI. It won't trip the breaker. It'll trip the GFCI. Um, and it's almost guaranteed. So like we had this house, it had, it had like a hundred little bushes all over the freaking place. And the first time it rained, it tripped like no other. And so I had to re pick everything up where all the males and females were off the ground, unplug them. A lot of times you got to unplug them too, because if you don't unplug them, they already got water in them and the water won't come out of it all the way until you unplug it. Usually plug it back in and that's enough to get that water out. And then try to get them up into that bush any way you can. Um, if it's roof lines, you may have a female down in the gutter um, at the end of it or an open line, whatever. And so that's another thing. Um, but those are some things that usually going to trip. Usually it's going to have something to do with the minis. Nine times out of ten, the C9s aren't going to trip the GFCI. Nine times out of ten, it's the freaking minis. Um, the minis, they, you know, you got 150 minis on a strand. Every place that's a place that water can get in, and anywhere water can get in, it's tripping that breaker, so or tripping that GFCI. That's about what you got to do. You ever do landscape lining in the spring or in summer? It's a great thing for. Um, it's great for. Um, The summer and spring and fall uh, for sure. Um, I know Ryan Lee. I'll have him on here probably within the next week or so um, and talk about landscape lighting. Was going to do one bin per house? Um, You won't have any, hardly any lights in those bins, especially if you got a lot of, if you don't have a lot of C9s, you're going to have a big bin with a lot of open space. Um, So that's, not probably going to be the best thing to do. Um, what I actually did is I, some of them I rolled them up on a pole or you can actually um, do th- um, do six bulbs, you know, and come back up and then zip in and go around it. And then that way you kind of got them all um, tied there and then you can, you know, label them that way somehow or another. But I used to do the, the pipes just to kind of keep them that way. Um, it ain't great with the clip. So the clips kind of make that suck. So that's the problem with that. Best way to keep the C9 lights on ridges pointed straight up, um, is the, 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 um, ridge clip, um, that goes over the shingle. And it, it so you have the cap of the shingle, you got your cap going down through there. Um, and then you just got a, a third of the shingle. So that, and it's wide enough that it, clips on there and does it. Um, The only time you really need them pointing up is if they're going to be able to be seen from both sides. So like on this peak right here, going back, you would be able to see it both sides. Otherwise, I just clip it on the front of the the um, clip there, and it's going to be pointed a little bit, and it's not going to be – it's fine. The only time you got to worry about it is if it is where you can see it from both sides. Um, So that's kind of how you got to deal with um, that kind of thing. It's not that it's – you know, if you – like on this ridge here, I could point them – they don't have to be perfectly straight up. I could point it on your – Bridge cap, you just clip them up underneath that shingle all the way across there, and that's the easiest way to do it. What other questions we got? So, what? I know we hit on this. How many? How many leads did you get, and how, what was your close rate? How many phone calls did you miss? These are some questions you need to start looking at, right? How many? How many phone calls turned to leads? And I know it can be hard to figure this out sometimes, um, because especially if we're not tracking where stuff is from. But these are important things, because this is a numbers game. How we grow a Christmas-like business, how we double from 2023, it's a numbers game. If we know that it takes 100 phone calls to get 15 jobs at an average of $2,000, right? And so $2,000 times 15, right? is three thousand um, right thirty thousand dollars no I'm off on something there. So 15 t- 30 yeah um, thirty thousand. So if it takes us to do that right what do we got to do to do that right? what what do we need to make our phones ring 500 times? What do we need to do to make our phone ring a thousand times? Because for us to get to three hundred thousand dollars, we gotta get our phone to ring a thousand times. Now, that's not the case if it is if we already have a clientele and we are just adding on. But if we want how do we gotta get that phone to ring? What what do we need to do? What do we need to do to make sure we answer that phone? What how can we get that quote out within thirty minutes of that phone call? What? Not waiting till tonight when we get home. Because now the, that emotion that they're having has getting colder every minute that we don't respond back to that customer. So this is why it is very important that we are on it like Donkey Kong, right? We are getting things done so that way people will want to call us. And when they call us and we want them to call us, we are getting them that quote within an hour or two. Now, if we're going to do in person, That's fine. But we're getting it set up of, hey, man, we're going to be there tonight or tomorrow, not next week, not two weeks from now. Right. We're gonna be there tomorrow night at nine o'clock or seven o'clock, and we're not showing up at 7.05. We're showing up at 645. Right. We're gonna set an expectation and we're gonna go above and beyond. And so when we do this, everything we do, we want to go above and beyond. We want that customer to have a wow factor. Man, they were early on time. They did what they said they were gonna do. They look amazing. They're super bright, and it looks gorgeous, and my house is beautiful, and it makes me want to cry. How many people have people crying about their Christmas lights, their $2,000 Christmas lights? And I know it there is because I've seen it myself, and I've heard it already this year. But how many of you customers had someone crying about your freaking $2,000 Christmas lights? Right, It's an emotional buy. It's not about the lights. And again, even in 2023, it's still not going to be about the lights. A lot of people want to sell lights by the foot and it's $6 a foot and blah, blah, blah. And the lights are this and the lights are that. And it's not about the lights, guys. It's about the service we provide. It's about it's an all-inclusive that you don't have to, it's a worry-free Christmas, right? That's what we're selling is a worry-free Christmas. You might have to worry about paying for it, but other than that, it is a worry-free Christmas. This is not, Oh, we're selling lights and we're selling this and we're, no, we're selling emotion is what we're selling. And when you figure that out and you learn that, you'll sell all day long and it'll sell itself. Because you're doing what you're saying you're going to do. You're getting that quote out fast. You're making it happen. That is what we do. So, love that. Worry-free Christmas. They got enough stuff to worry about. They don't need to be worrying about your lights. What's a reasonable close rate? One year, I did six houses. I talked to maybe 20 customers. A reasonable close rate is anywhere from 10 to 20%. That is the average close rate. So you're doing good. You might should have what you. So out of those six houses, what was your average ticket? Was the next question, right? Is your average ticket five hundred or is your average ticket fifteen hundred? Um, your first year, you should be anywhere from a thousand to two thousand dollars is your average ticket. That's where you kind of want to be at. What should I be charging for minis on trees? Had a friend tell me I give it away, um, and I know I did. <coughs> I'm shooting for thirty to fifty dollars a strand. So usually on trees, depending on what type of tree it is, if it's if you're doing branch wrapping, we're way more. If we're just doing the height of the tree and we're doing a bow wrap and we're doing the trunk, we're at um, and it's a naked tree. That means the tree loses all its leaves. We're going to be anywhere from thirty-five to forty-five, fifty dollars per foot of tree. So if the tree's ten foot, we're at four hundred dollars. If the tree is twenty foot, we're at eight hundred dollars. Um, if it's an evergreen tree or a tree that doesn't lose its leaves, um, we're going to be $40 to $60 per strand, um, because we got to go, you know, those we're putting on every six inches, not every 18 inches. So it's going to take more. Um, and so that's a good rough area where you will be at for those lights. First year, and I got 19 calls and nine houses of those lights installed. I have two more this week. Awesome. Um, Is that a small amount for the first year? Depends how much you market. What did you do for marketing? Did you use signs? Did you spend, how much did you spend in marketing? Did you spend $10,000? Then no, that's not a very good return. If you spend $100, that's a pretty good freaking return. Six hundred. So yeah, you need to raise your prices. Six hundred average ticket. That's not very much. I mean, it's a good start, and you're learning. But now you need to start raising your prices, right? We got to learn how to sell those. We got to learn because that's telling me you're at about four to five dollars a foot, maybe six if you're lucky. That's why we got to get it up to that eight to ten dollars a foot when we're selling Christmas lights. My lowest ticket was eight hundred. My highest ticket was twelve hundred. Learn from that. Prices will be higher next year. Um, and I think i And I think because I was really cheap, I wasn't sure how to price it. I did four palm trees at twenty-seven feet for a hundred dollars each. Is that good? No, that is not good because you used a lot. You probably used more strands than you think you did, and you didn't make any money off of it. The only thing I say is, is take lots of pictures and learn from it and keep growing. That's what I would say for that. Um, tips and tricks for takedowns. Well, start on one side, yank them all down. Um, start Whatever side you start on, start it on every time. So if you start on the right, start on the right of every house. If you're looking at the house, every time we go to the house, we're going to start on the right and take everything down and start putting them away that way. So then that way when we come back, we can start on the left and start pulling it out, and it all go right back up on the house. Right, so that's how. That's one tip. Um, if you've installed the right way, everything should come down in fifteen. You should be up and gone in fifteen minutes. Um, the hardest things are like when you got minis and these stupid columns. That takes a little bit longer. But everything on the house pop it down take the mister big long arm go up there and just pull it down and it'll all you can either go up with it and that'll pull it all up and that'll knock it that way and once you get half of it up and then you can start coming down and it'll all just come right down for you Leo still getting calls from people that want their lights installed take down for less than 250 um, they can pound salt They're, that's not you're exactly right that's not your customer Um, If you did $10 a foot spacing, that's good. Um, If you did $10 a foot spacing, that's good. Um, Sam's Club's Reef. Do you use the extra fuses that come in the bag? I've never used the fuses in them. Never. Maybe once or twice. But very rarely do I ever have the fuses blow on them. And usually... Usually what happens, the fuses don't blow. It's usually the resistor in there goes bad. Um, And when it goes bad, you just wrap the lights, wrap lights around it, and you move on. That's how you take care of it. Can I still learn um, lights after this season? Can I I sell my lights after this season? Um, Yeah, you can put them in the Facebook group. Somebody might buy used lights. You're probably not going to get what you got out of them, but... Somebody might buy them depending on how many likes you got and stuff. But cool things. So, what what were some struggles you all have? What were some things that was like I need to get better at? So, next thing, right? Write your goals down. What is your goals for twenty twenty six? Do you want to have employees? Do you want to have um, how many how many So how many, um, a couple thousand feet, Um, how many jobs do you want to do next year? What's your goal for how much you want to do? How many employees you want to get? How many, and I want you to write all of this stuff down. If you don't write it down, it won't happen, right? If we write stuff down, it's something to do with when you're writing it down. It goes in your brain, and then we can look at it every day. We can look at what we want to do every day and say, all right, I'm going to do this, this, and this. And I'm going to do this, this, and this, right? And I want you to write some BHAG goals down. Big, big, giant, hairy, audacious goals, right? Write down big goals. Don't be like, well, I did 70,000 this year, and I think I can do uh, 100. No, big goals, big goals. Set those goals high. Don't don't self-limit belief yourself. Right? When you put a number on there that you know that you're going to get it, what happens is, actually we talked about this in Marketing Monday, he put a goal of 100000 he hit it two months ago, and now he's just coasting. Right, he should have put that goal at 150 or 200,000 because then he would want to fight for that goal. We want to grab that goal, we're going to go for that goal no matter what. And what happens, you know, if you put a hundred thousand dollars and you hit 105,000, did you really win at the end of the day? But if you hit two hundred if if my goal was kind of in my brain, a hundred thousand, but I put 200,000 and I hit 175,000, did I really lose at that point? No, put big Harry Adash's goals big goals guys write down what you want write down what you want write down what you want personally do you want to start working out right what do you want do you want a kid do you want wife do you want write down your goals you know I, I posted a lot in, in my in my group and in everything a video from Steve Harvey net. he says to write down 300. 300 goals and whatever. Maybe you're maybe the 100 is what you're going to do this year, but overall write down 300 goals. And then that way you will, and he says it's going to get hard to get 75. I haven't started writing my goals down, but my goal is to have them done by next week of writing down what I want to hit for 2023. Write them down what I want to grow my business to. Write down your goals, guys. What's holding you back is, is you not writing it down. Write down what you want. Write down what cars you want. Write down what kind of boat you want. And you'll be shocked when you look back five years from now and you're like, holy crap, I knocked off 20 of these stupid things here. And I would have never thought it. No worry. It was my first year too. And I said yes to trees for a customer before figuring out how to price it. I think I made $20 off of 18 strands of minis. And it was probably my least favorite (laughs) install. You learned, though, didn't you? (laughs) Um, Not knowing how much materials to buy pre-buy season. This being um, out of stock when I get a contract signed. And that's another thing. Let's talk about that a little bit. If you got some money, what can we do for pre-buy? A lot of times, a lot of the vendors will do a sale in January and February, and you'll get stuff a lot cheaper Um, because they're buying it in bulk and so they don't mark it up as much because it's just a matter of it coming in and going out so if you are if you have some money sitting aside you can go ahead and start buying that for next year and that way you'll be ready to rock and roll two million dollar homes don't want to pay seven eight dollars a foot um, houses i need lift on then well, and here's the thing about that do they not want to and that is true most of the time, right most of the time there is a range of that what people will pay you get over the really a million one point five they don't want to pay then they they become tight again so we need to you know there's a range of you know three to four hundred thousand up to that range, and those are the houses that usually will pay sometimes we get into the million dollar houses and you're right they don't want to pay but You can't believe that either because if you believe that, that they won't pay, then you're right. They won't pay. But we got to be like, all right, you weather my customer. Next one, right? And we just keep on moving on. Um, Yes, sir. Should I get up on the roofs for takedown? No, you do not have to get up on the roofs for takedown. You can literally take... If you installed correctly, you will literally take everything down from the ground. You will never have to pull the ladder out. I didn't even pull the ladder out for reefs as long as you did it right. I take Mr. Longarm, pick it up there and then bring it straight down or if you whatever and you can bring it straight down. Um and that way I never had to bring get the ladder out. Sometimes my guys would wrap around three times on the stupid reef and so I'd have to pull it out, but You don't have to get up on nine times out of ten. You do not have to get out. Um, And I use the old crappy clips. Now the clips all come with it. You used to have to take the pole and knock all the clips off too. But you don't have to take out. You can do everything from the ground. Um, Everything from the ground. I had a house in Fontania and didn't realize it was two hours away I thought 45. It's not in LA County, so I charged a travel fee of $100. What's your take? I mostly target the Valley um, Studio. Uh, I would probably just stick in those areas because you can probably do enough money in that area because there's plenty of money in those areas right there. And that's where I would stick at. Stick where the money, you know, if you don't have to go two hours, I wouldn't be going two hours. Some people have to go two hours just because. They live that far from the bigger cities, or they live out in the middle of nowhere. Um, definitely adding more reefs next year. Easy setup and profitable. As I agree on that, I love. Hey, where your money is is roof line and reefs. That is where your money is. These stupid columns suck. They suck. Um, I want to hit two hundred fifty thousand just in lights. I used to be a roofer, so I can get done. Um houses super fast. Average ticket is fifteen to eighteen hundred. So so what do we need to do? How do we get our average ticket up a little bit more? It will help us. And how do we get that many customers, right? And I'm gonna give you a secret. It's not you being on the roof and be just because you're quick, right? That's not what you want. You gotta figure out how to get the phone to ring. You gotta figure out how to answer the phone. That's what makes you your money, right? It's not about getting it done quick. It is about getting it done quick but I had guys, I had three, four guys getting it done quick for me. It's about how do we get the phone to ring? If we want to hit 250,000, what do we need to do to get the phone to ring? How much do we need to spend in marketing? How much do we need to spend in Facebook ads? How much do we need to spend in YouTube ads or um, uh, Google ads? How much do we need to spend in yard signs, right? How do we get the phone to freaking ring? Are we working on our Google My Business all year long? And I know a lot's, Not always easy, but that's a way that will help us get ready to go when um, when we're running that phone to ring. So it's all about how do we get that phone to ring? You know, me and another guy, we put up $150,000, and that's probably getting close by what you can do by yourself, unless you're getting really high average tickets. Um, So I had a really good roof guy, and I was a really good ground guy, and we could freaking knock out houses in 30 to 45 minutes. Um, and so that's how we did it. And that's the old days when I was bobbing, clipping on the ground. So we, if I have way, if you already have a pre bobbed and clip, we could probably get done faster than that. But the secret to getting to 250,000 is how do we do market? How do we get the phone to ring? How do we answer the phone? How do we get them out? Quick bids. Again, that process is the most important process. Um, being a roofer is great and all. But that's not where the money is. That's a that's a twenty to thirty dollar an hour task, right? I can pay people twenty to thirty bucks an hour and do that. I can pay people fifty bucks an hour, um, but that's not where the task is. Where the task that you got to figure out is is what do you got to do that will make the phone ring, and how do that customer journey? How do we make the phone ring to how do we get the, the clothes on the clothes job? Right? That's the most important part we got to... That's the most important piece we got to figure out. And that's the piece that nobody likes to figure out. Everybody wants... It's just like pressure washing. Everybody wants to go buy the fancy, sexy equipment, but nobody wants to do the the stuff, spend money on the things that you don't see. What do you do... What do you have on the end of your Mr. Longarm to grab the lights from the ground? My good old paint hook, baby my paint my paint roller hook where it's bent you just go up and grab it and grab those wire and pull down or you can go up and push them up and then it pops all those clips right off there what you do is you come in one or two light bulbs you don't go right at the end you go one or two light bulbs and pull them up the other thing is is depending on where you're depending on where it's plugged in is you can unplug it and just start pulling it down there too I tried EDDM by itself off, but one or two houses off of five thousand doesn't sound like a good return. Well, and that goes back. Did you send them once or did you send them three times, three four times? Because postcards only work if we're sending them three or four times. We got a hammer doo-doo hole at the exact same house at the exact same thing three to four times. If we sent out five thousand and that's it, you're right. You're gonna. You were lucky to get one to two. Um. Dope, thanks for the information. Um, Most of the work comes from referrals, only five to ten calls from signs. So, you know, and that's the thing, right? How do we get more referrals? we got to get more customers to be able to get referrals, right? So that's kind of which one comes first. Um, Do you send a thank you letter at the end of the year to all your clients? It's a good thing to do, or a Christmas card. Christmas card, uh, I would even, even if it's late, a Christmas card saying thank you um, and that, right? You're, you're hitting two, two birds with one stone. Um, two things at one time. Alright. So. Um, so. One other thing that You know, I, what, I guess, I always have this question for people is, what do you want to do, right? What's your goal? What, what, what makes you happy? You know, um, yes, start taking down January 2nd. Some people may want them up a little longer. I just put them at the end. Um, But January 2nd is usually when they all start coming down. Um, and use a, um, tried to, um, really two to three times for EDDM. Yeah. Three to three to five times for EDDM. Every time you send it, the ROI the it keeps going up. Um, but if you only send it one time, the one to two houses you got, you got lucky. Um, that's how EDDM works. Whether it's in, whether it's for, it don't matter what service business it is. It takes three times for EDDM to hit and make money for you. It's stupid, I know, but that's part of the game. So, if you want to join Monday Marketing and all of that great stuff so you're ready to go for next year, go check out christmaslight.io. Also, you can still get your website built for next year so it can start trying to rank, and get your Google My Business and all of that stuff that goes well. Um, in January, I am going to, on Monday Marketing, I will be hitting on what do you need to do to get ranking, whether it's for pressure washing or Christmas lights. Um, and so, Monday Night Marketing, um, actually these last couple weeks, I've done some blogging. We've talked about blogging and how to, grow a business, how to grow your website with blogging. We've showed different websites. The other night, we found a website that is ranking really well. Um, and, and, and on the, um, organic side, but it sucks donkey doodle for Google local. They have five, they have five, um, five, five reviews and like their Google, my business just sucks. And so it was kind of funny to find that um with this company because i i looked at it and it's ranking really really well like they have probably 10 pages that are ranking number one really really well that's bringing in five to ten thousand views a a month visitors a month but their google local sucks so you know that's something that we got to grow and how do we get it up there and so that's what we talk about monday marketing and i showed some cool tools of that's coming out that I was able to show there's an hope there's a uh, a free tool out right now that's not paid but will be paid in the future and this is a time that we can start working on next year what do we need to do to get do we have Google, do we have our post out every day are we posting are we doing different things right um, these are things that we can do to make that happen so those are some things that we can make that happen well, I don't see any more questions coming up here. Uh, but go check out christmaslights.io. I've got lots of valuable information in there. And then, like I say, Monday Night Marketing is where the key is. Um, we're, I'm going to go in deep depth of everything we need to do, all the places we got to do. So there's not just, you know, it's not just like the old days. The old days was you would... Put your address in there and bam, it was done. Um, You know, now it's, you got to do other things. You need your website with your address and an app on all these other places that will help you grow. The picture behind you, I'm curious what you charge to do that exact job. So, this here was a job that he did all of this here. And then across the way was a big giant building. It was an apartment complex. Um, They're they're trying to sell it. And I believe it was. Um I'm thinking it was either I think it was thirty five hundred dollars or four grand. He they, they came down on him a little bit. He was I think he was at four grand and they came down to thirty five hundred or they were at five grand and it was forty five hundred. I don't know. He he did come down a little bit to get it. Um, but DJ's charging nine to ten dollars a foot in the first place. So, you know, you can come down a little bit when you're charging enough. Um, but yeah, I don't remember exactly what it was. Um, but I do know one, I've got some videos coming out and, oh, it was 5,500. I was wrong. 5,500, um, is what it was. So it was this building and a building across the way. Um, but it wasn't that big of it. I mean, $5,500. It was a lot of lights, but it was worth it. So that's what it was. I couldn't remember. I don't remember everything now. But, all right, guys. Well, I hope you all have a great night, and we'll see you all. Do you all want me to come back next week? <laughs> I don't know how many people are going to keep showing up uh, when in December, so I know everybody likes to show up. I'm, I'll probably come back next week. I'm probably going to have Ryan Lee. He'll either be on my pressure-washing channel. If you want to learn more, it, 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 on my pressure-washing channel. You can check out King of Pressure Wash or Jason Guyman. Um, I go live on it every Thursday and Sunday night, and it's not always about pressure washing. In fact, it's very little about pressure washing. It's more about marketing and how to grow a business and how to be successful. Um, So go check those things out. Um, You're the man. I learned from you second season doing better, but I know I can do much more. Awesome. So I hope you all have a great night, and we'll see you all later.